Would you pray with me? Reveal, O God, your wonder to our eyes. Open our hearts to Christ's love. Disperse from our minds any darkness and fill our lives with your light. Protect us, O God, from thoughts without action and guard us from words without life. Grant us wisdom to walk in your ways and open us always to the guiding of your spirit. Amen. Anselm of Canterbury is, uh, was a medieval priest, a teacher, a writer who wrote this of faith. For I do not seek to understand in order that I may believe, Anselm wrote, but I believe in order to understand. More simply put, what modern spiritual teachers and theologians say of Anselm's quote is that Anselm speaks of faith seeking understanding. Now, if we were to look for themes in the scriptures that we are walking through from Easter Sunday until Pentecost, which makes up the season of Easter, we would recognize that the disciples take a journey that opens them to faith. It is a faith that creates conversation between who Jesus is and the lives that we live in the world that we live in. This conversation is not necessarily about understanding what we don't understand. It's not about figuring out the calculus of God's grace in some perfect equation that makes sense. So that our understand that in our understanding that each of us can comfortably believe. Instead, opening the doors to this conversation is is about seeing how God relates to the world and God relates to communities, how God relates to us. Even when we in frustration might step back and say, I don't understand. What we grow to know and trust is the relationship that God pursues with people in the world. And so between Easter and Pentecost, over these six Sundays, the Gospel of John, the writer of the Gospel of John, mentions God's love again and again and again in these conversations. And John just can't let go of God's love, and it's for good reason. In this morning's scripture, for example, Jesus says to the disciples and in turn to all the people of God, my peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. I do not give as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Do not let them be afraid. These are words of comfort. These are words of assurance. These are words that God speaks openly so that people can trust God. So in the uncertain and sometimes troubling experiences of life, this is how God comes to people, especially when we feel vulnerable, with peace, with mercy, with courage, with grace. And behind these words is an idea. 
An idea of keeping. Idea of keeping the word of God. This idea of keeping means guarding or protecting or watching over. And Jesus says, instructs the disciples to keep the word of God close. Jesus says that we are to watch and protect and hold on to Christ in our lives. Jesus tells us to do this because we can know that God is reaching to us first, that God loves the people first, that God loves us first. And God comes to us first with peace and with grace and with courage so that we can turn to God with faith, even when we might not fully understand. Now, there are certain experiences in life that open us to, or can open us to, a faith that seeks understanding. Some experiences open us to a faith that understands God's deep love for people and the world. Now, this understanding does not make the world perfect all of a sudden. It doesn't end tragedy or, or violence or inequality, but, but it could It does not provide much clarity sometimes for how the world seems to function. It doesn't explain the unexplainable. Faith, we know, doesn't always perfect our understanding of injustice or hatred or violence or hunger or poverty. It doesn't explain famines or wars, hurricanes, tsunamis, or anything like this. We might say that Living our faith does not mean that we suddenly understand so much as it means that we are seeking a deeper understanding of the way God relates to people in the middle of such things. Faithful understanding is a profound sense of seeing ways that God relates to us and to the world around us. The question that I have for you, the question that I've been living with all week, actually, is this. What experiences in our lives, what relationships in our lives have opened us to a faith that seeks understanding? Now, when I was a boy, I thought of faith as something we just do, which isn't wrong. It's a good starting place. For much of my childhood, my dad and I were part of a rotation of people who mowed the the lawn on the churchyard and, and tended to the property. On Sundays before worship started, about 10 minutes, I was part of a group of kids who would ring the bell in the tower to call everyone to worship. I was regularly an acolyte, processing in before the pastor, lighting the candles on the communion table and the Christ candle. When I grew older, I became a scripture reader and sometimes the cross-bearer as part of that procession. You had to be older because the thing was so heavy. I learned to pray before meals, before bed, before exams, before anything that made me anxious. I learned to pray. 
And this was a good place to be. But when I was 16, God opened some doors for me through a church, a new church, that changed my faith to something deeper. I should say it was a church new to me. My family had moved back to Gross Point, to a church called Gross Point Memorial, just down the road where I was last Sunday afternoon, seeing my old Sunday school teachers and recognizing that we had all aged, including myself. But there they had a speaker, a very special one, named Abuna Elias Shakur. He's an old friend of that church. And Abuna is a term of respect for priests in the Orthodox Christian tradition. And his Orthodox tradition is one of the few that is part also of the Roman church. And so I was able to say hello to Abuna, Abuna Shakur, a man who'd greatly shaped my faith, who I have not seen in maybe eight years. I was tempted to take a selfie with the 80-year-old Archbishop of Galilee. I settled for greeting him with gratitude after all these years for the things that he has taught me. I regret not taking the selfie now. I think he would have actually enjoyed it immensely. He just looked so jet-lagged. He had just gotten in that morning. But when I was 16, myself and a whole other group of teenagers and adults sat on the roof of Abuna's house in northern Galilee in the evening, under the stars, listening to stories. Our group of teenagers and adults had traveled to Israel-Palestine for a pilgrimage and a work trip. And Abuna told stories in the evening when the work was done told stories from the Bible. He helped make it come to life for us. He told stories from his own life and his own experiences growing up in and being a priest in Galilee. Now, our trip was a pilgrimage to the Holy Land, but Abuna helped us understand the experience. He helped answer questions. It was an opportunity to encounter a very complex world of interfaith dialogue. And I learned quite a bit about the religious and political conflicts of the Middle East through this experience. One of the gifts of it was to hear people speak about their lives and their experience living in Israel-Palestine. And I know that this very topic immediately ignites strong opinions and beliefs, but the politics of the region is not what matters as much to my story. What matters is what I learned from Abuna in encountering those issues. You see, as a child, Abuna and his family were forcibly removed from their house in a small village called Berin. It's a village in northern Galilee. They were forced to leave at gunpoint by soldiers of a new Israeli state, and everyone in Berin was, who was displaced took refuge in the next town over. 
They were told that they would be able to return, but after the days turned into months, it never materialized. When they did finally return, their village, the houses, their places of employment were all destroyed. Abuna does still return, though it's to tell the story of what happened to those traveling in Galilee. The town was no longer habitable. But living through such an atrocity, there are many ways that people can respond. Abuna's response is what matters to this story. His response was a calling of faith and courage and love. Rather than seeking revenge, rather than Responding with hate, Abuna worked to keep God's word in his life, as well as instructing people in his community to do the same. The doors of faith to seek an understanding of God's response is a path that Abuna sought in his life. And Abuna knows that God comes to people in such experiences as his own with extraordinary love. And so Abuna models a faith that turns to people with Christ's love. Now years later, Abuna became a priest and he served a church in a town called Ibelin, And Abuna kept hearing about the need for a school in his town. And so they began to build one. But rather than building a school just for themselves, they built a school where anybody could be welcome to learn. They built a school where there were students and teachers who were Jewish, Christian, and Muslim. They called the school a place of learning, but central to this learning is a deep understanding of peace with one another. Central to it is the shalom of Jewish tradition, the salam of Islamic tradition, the peace of Christ, which is, at, which is central to Christian tradition. And so when Buna could have responded with hate and anger, he chose to speak love. And when he could have chosen division, he chose welcome and hospitality. Abuna understands something very profound about God's character that I learned from him, that that when the world looks dark, when life is hard, when people are in conflict, God responds with love. And the world, when the world looks dark and life is hard and people are in conflict, people of faith can respond with love. They can respond with the love of Christ. What I learned from Abuna is what living with Christ's love looks like. And I still find it hard, challenging, to live my faith so deeply as the one that Abuna models. 
The chance to speak with him after all these years reminded me how much Abuna was a part of of my life and the ways that my life began to open to faith in new ways following those experiences. My understanding grew beyond mowing the church lawn and attending youth group and participating in worship. It grew beyond politics or economics or international affairs. My understanding grew to look for what Christ's love looks like when God meets people right where they are. I met Christ's love in a new way when I met Abuna. And it changed who I was. Although I think Abuna would probably say it simply made me more who I already am. If I were, if we were, to take a step back and look at our lives and ask ourselves about our faith, the question that I would ask you, again, is the one that I said before, is this. What experience or what person or what relationship or what decision what has opened the doors of your life and your faith to seek a faith that seeks understanding and in considering the question and considering what that might be that has guided you to a faith that seeks understanding a follow-up question would be this Where are you now related to that experience? Wherever we are, we might hear the words of Jesus. Jesus said to the disciples, and that includes you and I, my peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Do not let them be afraid. For God keeps each of us with love and calls us to keep Christ's love close to us. And God is opening the doors to a faith that seeks understanding that this might be our way in the world. In such a way, it's more wonderful than anything else we might know. May we know such love today and always. In Christ our Lord. Amen.